0: Hello. Welcome back to another episode of The OutLife. Happy December. This is Sarah. I'm back again with Lexi. Hi, Lexi.
1: Hello. <laughs> How are you well, doing? I'm doing well. I guess where should I start? Should I start with my injuries? My yeah, let's
0: do an, an injury update.
1: Okay, so I finally got an x-ray. My toe is broken, so... a little bit of a bummer (laughs) it's it's okay it hurts like but it's not that bad and I can still walk around and stuff I'm just not supposed to run because I think the impact is just you know you don't want to like further break the bone yeah so yeah and then like certain things like I'm just not going to do for a little while like like yoga or like even like some weight weightlifting type things just because I don't want to like hurt it further <laughs> A um, which toe was it it's my pinky toe on the left oh. foot <laughs> the I left know. foot pinky toe i know r.i.p r.i.p
0: so. maybe it'll it'll come back back like better than ever
1: yeah so it should be better in six to eight weeks they said it's already been two weeks so well there you go you're making progress
0: <laughs> one month again does it feel better than it did like when you first broke it
1: Yeah, it definitely feels a little better, but I kind of like accidentally hit it on something the other day. (laughs) It was like basically, if I had done this to my right foot, I would have been totally fine, but it's the fact that the toe was already broken. So if you even like just hit it on the slightest thing, it's like sends you back to how it felt when it first broke. Yeah. Oh, I'm Um, sorry. No, it's okay. So it was sore for like a day, but. No, it is it's it is getting better. I think it's just going to take a little bit longer. Um, oh, that's good. How's the knee? The knee is actually doing pretty well because I dislocated my kneecap about 10 days ago now. And it honestly feels almost back to normal already. So, oh, good. Yeah, so that gives me hope that maybe I didn't, like, further injure any of the ligaments in there but i do have an appointment with ortho but i couldn't get in for a couple more weeks because they're all they're all booked so we'll have to wait and see about the knee (laughs) no hopefully
0: hopefully it keeps improving that's good to hear
1: yeah but it is feeling better so i'm making progress i'm still going for lots of walks trying to stay active (laughs) let's see yeah, the last time I recorded was just oh just a week ago. So yeah, I just basically like I hung out with friends a lot this week, this weekend, and I was in Corvallis the whole time, but I just got back to Ben today. So I'm glad to be Exciting. Back. how long will you yeah. be in Ben for? I'll be here for two weeks and then I go back again for Christmas. So Okay. Great. I'll yeah. get see you in two weeks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. <laughs>
0: I'm so excited. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad your injuries are improving. Thank you. How have you been this past week? I've been good. I'm really like school is wrapping up. We're in our last full week of classes, which is very exciting, kind of crazy, but it's also nice because it means all of the schoolwork is kind of like toning down. We're kind of past that like hump in the middle of the semester. So that's nice to. Have like a little bit of relaxation, but also I know that finals are next week, so that's also not very relaxing.
1: But yeah. Oh, Oh, sorry. Is this week technically dead week for you guys? Do you call it that? (laughs) Linfield is (laughs) silly. (laughs) Linfield is silly. We have
0: like a dead day, so we have like Monday's reading day, which like technically we're not supposed to have class on Monday, (laughs) so that we can study for all of our finals.
1: Dead day. It's it's Monday it's it's called reading day. Oh my goodness. That yeah. is so good.
0: I know. because I was like I would totally like to be able like I would love to have a whole week to study for my finals because I feel like I'd probably do better on them. But nevertheless, we have this week is class and next week we will take tests and then I'll be done though at least, which
1: is kind of nice. I'm definitely looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well I mean to be fair. Because I went to Oregon State, and now I can't really remember very well. But I think during dead week, like, we still had class. It was just, like, it was just less intense. So, but I can't remember.
0: Maybe
1: we did have some classes off. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Luckily,
0: like, we, yeah, it just feels good that I don't have too many huge assignments due. And, like, I just finished Um, my last homework assignment for one of my classes. So... At least it, it will be kind of a more chill week, which is nice. And it's also nice because I ended up teaching a ton of tennis this weekend. I was pretty much, like, on court all weekend, which was honestly a great time. I had so much fun. It seemed like the weekend went by so fast. We had reindeer games at Timber Hill Tennis Club on Saturday night, So, which is basically, like, a really fun, low-key club event. And lots of members come, and they all dress up, and there's, like, treats and food and stuff that people bring, and we just run on-court drills for a couple of hours, and then all the members get to, like, hang out and socialize and eat, so that was really cute. One member brought me a stocking, which made me feel very special, so.
1: That is so cute. you guys dress up for it, or... Well, I didn't, I don't, I'm not very like, I don't have any like
0: real festive clothes, so I just wore, I was like, I'll wear red, so I wore like my red blue eleven sweater, and then oh, one of the members brought me, she's like, I brought these for you. She brought me one of those like headband, like reindeer antler type things. Oh, uh, <laughs> so I wore that for the remainder of the night, and that was fun and exciting. <laughs>
1: That's so cute. No, I feel like you've been on the tennis grind. Like, anytime I text you on the weekends, you're like, oh, I'm teaching tennis. I'm like, oh my god, this girl goes hard. I I feel so bad because I'll see your texts on my watch and it's like, maybe it's
0: like 11 in the morning. Like, for instance, this weekend, it was like 11 in the morning. And my last lesson was or like, I got done teaching at 6.30pm. So I and then I was went straight to like, get drinks afterwards. So I didn't actually respond to literally all day. But yeah, I don't know. It's fun. It's just like I get to the very end of the day and I'm definitely,
1: I'm tired. am <laughs> busy here, a busy working
0: woman. Working woman. <laughs> not, during, not during winter break, though. I'm going to have a restful, nice winter break. So I'm excited Good. for that. <laughs> yeah, to hear that. for sure. So anyways, we thought that with it being a holiday season, it only makes sense for us to do an episode on the holiday stressors and pressures that a lot of us face during this time.
1: Yeah, so we love the holidays, but we also recognize that it can be a stressful time. So we wanted to just kind of have like an open conversation about it and talk about some of the stressors, holiday stressors, holiday pressures that either have been on our minds lately or things that we're dealing with right now or that we've dealt with in the past and just like kind of how we're working through that or any like tips that we might have to navigate those type of things. So yeah, Yeah. Sarah, you want to start us off? Yeah.
0: Let's hear a word from our sponsor and we will get into it. This episode of Yote Life is sponsored by First Alternative Natural Foods Co-op, Corvallis' community-owned grocery store. Local always comes first at the co-op's two convenient Corvallis locations, open daily from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. Look for fresh fruits and veggies, delicious, ready-to-eat options from the co-op kitchen, and all your grocery staples. Shopping on a budget? Look for the co-op deals and co-op basics tags to save. And don't forget Student Produce Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, students with a valid Oregon College ID get fifteen percent off all fresh fruits and veggies. Follow First Alt Co-op on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to learn more. Okay, we are back. Like we said, we're going to talk. Lexi and I are just going to talk about the holiday stressors and pressures that maybe you can relate to that you might face during the holiday season. And we're just going to give our tips for maybe like how we're going to try to navigate it this year or like how we have tried to navigate it in the past. And we're just going to go for it. So my first holiday stressor (laughs) has to do with family that you don't quite vibe with, or maybe you don't see eye to eye with. So for me, at least, it feels like the most stressful thing about Christmas, especially, is that it means bringing together people from lots of different places and, like, family involved and all of that that maybe have different opinions and different views on things. And I think that in the past, this has, like, been more stressful for me, and I've kind of learned to just be able to ignore it. But even as much as, like, you try to ignore it, obviously, certain people can be especially aggravating, especially with like touchy subjects, I feel like. So yeah, I don't know if you have any experience with this Lexi.
1: Yeah, you know (laughs) I I feel like I'm lucky because a lot of my family like we do see eye to eye, but I think that this is for a lot of people and probably for most people that's not the case. And I'm curious, like do you have do you tend to have big family gatherings around the holidays? Or is it more like low key? or how do you guys do it
0: yeah that's a good question honestly I feel pretty lucky because I have a pretty small extended family like I know some of my friends have a pretty large extended family and I could see how that could get to be even more chaotic but I have a pretty small extended family I just feel like I, there's just a few certain people who I can think of where I'm <laughs> like Ugh, I'm not especially excited to see them <laughs> um, but yeah. at least it's not so chaotic really like my aunt and my uncle come over my grandparents come over and then my uncle on my mom's side comes over and it, it is interesting because we all are so different so I think that's just like the hard thing but again it's not like 50 people are coming over so I could see how that could be a little bit more stressful
1: yeah I think another thing too with this is like even if it's maybe not a family gathering just like any type of holiday gathering like there might be people that you don't vibe with (laughs) and (laughs) especially like when you take into consideration generational gaps like because you know around the holidays we just all get together you know you hang out with grandma or uncles or whatever and like they're from a different generation and you just might not see eye to eye on everything so I do think this can be a big stressor so what are your like tips for how you how you navigate this one.
0: Yeah, for sure. So my biggest tip probably, and this is probably the phrase that's helped me the most and saved me the most stress and the most just worthless conversations in the past few years is the phrase, you're probably right. And (laughs) I, I love using this phrase, like especially when it's something I just obviously don't agree with or obviously like just like someone's you know sometimes like people like are trying to pick a fight or trying to like push your buttons a little bit and they know how you feel about something my favorite thing is just be like yeah you're probably right and like walk away or something because I feel like what that does is like it allows you to not take it too personally and it allows you the freedom to like there's that kind of like space in there where it's like probably doesn't mean you are right so like there's a chance they're not right and so that you can kind of take that and walk away but it also kind of gives them the satisfaction of, yeah, yeah, I'm right, type of thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then it also, I think, can kind of leave people, be like, maybe that were are expecting some sort of, like, response from you, which is maybe what they wanted. It can leave them, like, kind of unsure of what to do because they were, like, expecting you to be, like, no, no, I think this. Like, I don't know why, like, try, you know, trying to, like, egg them on. And um, when you say you're probably right, they're kind of, like, don't know what to say because they were ready to, like – Fight you on this. So, uh, yeah, I like to just be like, you're probably right and walk away.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I like this one. I think it's a good way to like, kind of, I don't know, fizzle out a situation that could become really, you know, could turn into a big argument. But then there's also probably times where you don't want to say you're right. Like if it's something you feel really strongly about, you know, and right. I feel like what this reminded me of is I like to say, let's agree to disagree. <laughs> just like, yeah. ended up. So, I think those are both good, good uh, phrases. <laughs> yeah, I also really like, let's agree
0: to disagree. I think really anything that can just, like, get yourself, like, allow yourself mentally and emotionally and maybe even physically, like, remove yourself from the situation. Because at the end of the day, it's just not worth your energy. You have to realize that, like, you're not going to change their mind and... It's just you have a certain number of matchsticks and you could be spending that energy on so many other more important things. My next tip with this is make sure to take time to yourself. So when you're in these big gatherings or stressful situations or maybe there's people there that you aren't quite vibing with, just know that like that's part of it and it's going to happen but make sure to take time yourself like if you need to say like oh I need to go to the bathroom (laughs) spend like 20 minutes in the bathroom or like just like go to your room for a little bit you know like take some time to like just step out remove yourself from the situation physically and then come back that can always help too because then you can kind of come back feeling a little bit more refreshed and it doesn't kind of spiral as much as it could
1: I love that one I think so often we forget to do that (laughs) and (laughs) This even, I mean, this even extends beyond the holidays, because I have moments where I do this at work. (laughs) Like, I'm, like, about to lose it, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the bathroom. And, like, you go there for 10 minutes, and then you come back, and you're just, like, you feel better, you know? So. Exactly. We used to talk about this on our tennis team last year, actually,
0: because our coach was like, if you're, like, spiraling in a match or whatever, if if you need some time to, like, compose yourself and actually be a composed tennis player on the court go to the bathroom and one of my teammates is like that's what the bathroom is for but (laughs) yeah like literally like just go to the bathroom like rinse your face off if you need to wash your hands just chill and do some deep breathing come back and it'll probably be better than it was before
1: yes i love that i completely agree my only other tip that has to do with this subject
0: is I guess these are t- kind of two, but stick to the family that you enjoy. So, like, for me, this is my cousins. Like, again, there's like maybe not as much of that generational gap. So, maybe that's why we get along better. But I always know that like I get along just fine with my cousins. And so, if I kind of stay hanging out with them a little bit more, then it kind of seems like, okay, I'm being social, I'm being part of the group. But I'm not putting myself in a situation that might aggravate me or like make me uncomfortable or whatever. And then my only other thing is just like realizing and knowing that whatever this situation is, is temporary. Like there's a reason you don't spend a hundred percent of your time with them. They're probably going to be here for, Christmas dinner, maybe, like, one, two, three days visiting, and that's three days out of your entire year that you have to interact with these people. So it's not worth all of your energy to get worked up over some small thing they said to, like, piss you off or whatever. I think, it's like, sometimes I forget in the moment, like, this is a very temporary thing, and I can deal with this for a few days.
1: Yeah, I think that last point is is super important. And also maybe trying to take the mindset of, like, you know, these people are getting older, and this might be some, you know, if I only spend three days with them every year, like, I should try to enjoy that, because people, you know, no one will be around forever, so. Yeah, I agree, and also, this is a good place to
0: talk about, too, like, I know I've been, like, you should go off on your own, or, like, you should... So you're probably right and move on. But also, it never hurts to have a curious mindset. And I think if you approach situations like this with a curious mindset of like, oh, why do you think that way? Like, I want to know, like, what experiences have you had that have led you to think this way? At the very least, like, you just get a new perspective. And then you can, like, take with it what you want. But I do think it's best to approach, honestly, any situation like this with a curious mindset because then it's like, maybe your mind will change or maybe you will realize that like your grandparents have had experiences that you didn't have and that's why they think this way. And so I think it's always important to have perspective as well.
1: I love that. I totally agree. And something I try to remind myself that you just reminded me of is to be interested, not interesting. So like be more interested in what other people have to say than being interesting yourself. And Usually that just, it just helps every situation. Exactly. Yeah. People, one thing people, yeah. One thing people love to do is talk
0: about themselves. So if you just let someone talk about themselves for minutes on end, they'll probably leave that conversation going, I love Sarah. Sarah's great. (laughs) And and that's a great way to like stay on people's good sides, get people like you and also just get every, have everyone be getting along. So I like that one as well. Yeah, I totally agree.
1: Um, Let's see, what's... Yeah, what's your stressful situation? My... One of my holiday stressors that comes up every year for me, it's like a religious type thing at this point. Well, it's not religious, but it's like, we do it every year. It happens every year. (laughs) It's consistent. Um, (laughs) It's consistent, yeah. Is that my parents are divorced. So that in itself is just a stressful situation because it's Christmas day and you're like, I don't know what to do. Do I spend the day with my mom? Do I spend it with my dad? Do I split the day in half? And then I'm, I'm also in a long-term relationship. So I have my boyfriend's family as well that I want to spend time with. So it's a lot of different groups to try that. I'm trying to please essentially. And I know this about myself. I'm a people pleaser. I love to make everyone happy. So every year this is a struggle for me because I don't want to let anyone down. And it's just it just can be really hard. So I don't know if you've had any similar experiences to this.
0: Yeah, I mean, the one thing that I automatically think too when you're talking about how you're a people pleaser and you want to spend time with everyone is like, I don't have the same exact situation as you, but I do feel like every time I come home for the holidays or for Christmas or like whatever and I have like a short break period, it tends to be the same time that everyone else that went to high school in Corvallis comes home for break. And I mean, I feel like I do have my core group of friends, but there's always those like people that you care about and you want to catch up with. And it seems like during the breaks I end up, it's like, Oh, let's get coffee. Let's get coffee. Let's get coffee. And I love getting coffee with people but it does seem like my schedule starts to fill really fast with like catch-ups with like all sorts of different people and I genuinely do want to know how they're doing and I do want an update on their lives but also at a certain point I have to remember to like take time for myself because your schedule can fill with events like that really quickly and sometimes like lot of these you go and you start getting coffee it's really easy to just like talk and talk and talk and so yeah um this year it's like I yeah I just want to be a little bit more mindful of who I'm spending time with and how long I am because I want some time for myself as well
1: yeah yeah I agree and I think we'll kind of touch on that point a little bit later on too but that also brings up the point that you're I want to spend time with friends too and that's another thing taking away from time with family so right. that is just an added layer to this basically yeah for sure i um, so mentioned that yeah but i would say my tips for this after having dealt with this problem now for like 15 years <laughs> is try to come up with your plan ahead of time so Right now it's early December. So I would say if you don't have your plan now, and I need to take this advice too, if you don't have your plan yet, come up with it now. And then tell everyone what it is. So, like, I know for myself I need to figure out here pretty soon, am I going to spend Christmas Eve with my mom, am I going to spend it Christmas Day with my dad, whatever other random day with Andre's family. Like, I need to (laughs) figure that out and make sure I let everybody know about it ahead of time and then that way when those days come no one is surprised when you're not there because like you've informed them of the plan and they know what it is (laughs) so that's my first tip yeah I
0: think that is a great tip it's obviously important to plan ahead but I do like that part about like it's not just planning what you're going to do ahead for yourself but communicating that with other people because When you start to communicate all of that with other people, then no one's surprised, like you said, and no one's feelings are hurt. And everyone can, like, mentally prepare themselves for, like, what's Mm going to happen. Because I do think, like, in those situations, the worst thing is when someone has an idea in their head. Like, you can't control that. But, like, an expectation isn't met. That's what can cause, like, the most hardship, I feel like. So communication is key.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I think you worded that perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my second, my second tip for this is to try to be unapologetic about it. And this is hard. If you're a people pleaser, this is tough, but know that people who genuinely love and care about you, they will understand that you're trying your best and that you're doing what's best for you. And, you know, I've struggled with this with my parents. Like I have a hard time saying bye to my mom and then going over to my dad's like it's just a tough exchange you know but I also know that she understands (laughs) so just keep that in mind and just try not to feel so bad and just know that you're doing the best that you can
0: yeah I like this one too I was just having this conversation with my friend the other day where it's like when people genuinely want the best for you and they genuinely care about you and they genuinely know you well enough to like know what you're going through and like know the struggles that you're facing yeah you can't help but feel bad yourself because you're a people pleaser like you want to be in both places at once but the people that love you and care about you and know you will understand so whether that's this situation or whether that's I don't know some other maybe you like accidentally said something that. You didn't really mean to say or like it came out weird. If somebody really, really knows you and like you're apologizing, or maybe you just had a bad day and like you're you know, like spiral or whatever, um, the people that love and care about you aren't gonna take it personally, especially if you're like apologetic about it. But you have to then you're again like you don't need to be apologetic about it because they under they will understand. And if they don't understand or if they get mad at you for that, then maybe that's a sign that you should like think more about your relationship with them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really like the last thing you just said, because they they sh- really should understand. And if they don't, then there's a deeper problem there. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So my next tip with this one is try to plan things on different days. So. And this, I think a lot of people with in-laws can understand this one really well. It's like, you know, you can't be at four different Thanksgivings on Thanksgiving Day. So, like, it's okay to plan a, you know, plan a Christmas dinner two days before Christmas and open presents then or two days after, you know. And just, it's okay to do, basically celebrate the holiday, not on the holiday. So, this is one that I try to do. And then kind of along with that is that I I don't really like to see two groups of people on the same day if I can avoid that. Because generally what happens is that you end up having to drive from one place to another. So, like, let's say you spend Thanksgiving morning with your, or sorry, Christmas morning with your mom. And then you drive over to your dad's or your in-laws later that day you're probably spending an hour or 2 hours in the car driving to the next place and nobody wants to spend their holidays driving so <laughs> that's my that's my suggestion just try to plan things on different days
0: yeah i like this tip but it, uh, but i do think you have to like do what works best for you so it sounds like you've kind of had those experiences so like you've figured out okay it like isn't super exciting and fun when i know that i have to like spend this time in the car or, like have to split my time during the day between these two people or like leave at some point. Um, but it's interesting because I kind of have a different take on this because, oh, we always, <laughs> for Thanksgiving this year, uh, we've tended to split things up on days. So, like I will go to my aunt and uncle's house on my mom's side and my cousins are there, um, usually on Thanksgiving. And then I'll go to my grandma and grandpa's like house on my, dad's side like the day or two after and i feel like i've always really struggled with that because i i love the holidays i love having like dinner with family but i'm also kind of just like when we have multiple days of it it's like it feels like it kind of drags on and i kind of want to get to the point of the holidays where i'm just get to chill and like not worry about that as much um so this year what we did is we just did it on one day and i guess for me it makes a difference because I don't know, it's like a 20-25 minute drive between the two of them, so it's not that big of a deal. So we went to my yeah. grandma and grandpa's house, like, early in the day, and then we went to my inc- uncle's house in the evening. And I kind of like just, like, banging it out, getting it done with, and then having a few days after that to plan exactly, like, how I wanted to plan them. Um And I'm hoping we can do that again for Christmas, but it looks unlikely, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I do think the drive time definitely has a factor in this because like my family and Andre's family live 20 minutes apart. So to drive and split the day with those two is really not bad at all. But if I'm going up to visit like my dad's side of the family, it's like a two hour drive for me. And then I'm spending two hours of my Christmas day in the car. So I do think this is dependent on your individual situation. (laughs) Yeah,
0: for sure. I think the biggest thing here is, like, just figure out what works best for you.
1: Yes, I agree. Um, Okay, so with that, um, one other tip I had is it's okay to either divide the holidays up between different sides of the family. So, like, for example, you could do Thanksgiving with your mom. Christmas with your dad and New Year's Eve with your in-laws and like in in my case that could be something that it could work I probably wouldn't ever do that but because my family all live so close together but like say your family lives in three different states you know you can just kind of like divvy it up and then also know that it's okay not to visit family like if you Live three hours away and you don't want to drive three hours to go spend Christmas with your family. Like, you don't have to. <laughs> you can just stay home <laughs> and you can just spend the holidays by yourself. And that's a completely acceptable option as well. Like, um, some of my friends who live in Bend, they just decided they were like, you know what? The past several years we've been driving to, the other side of the mountains for thanksgiving and we've been driving up to portland to see this side of the family and they're like it's just exhausting and it's just too much so this year we're just gonna spend thanksgiving just the two of us and we're just gonna stay here and i was like you know what i respect that <laughs> Like, good for you so yeah and they're probably gonna have a great time like obviously you want to see
0: your family yeah. and i know like for the most part i do think like people genuinely do want to see their family but it does add such A layer of stress, such an element of like time, like commitment Mm -hmm. to it. And um you just do want to make sure that at the end of the day, like you're it's not like detracting or like affecting your mental health or like affecting the time that you did have off in a way that is gonna be worse than if you just stayed at home. So yeah, I think I do think that again, like it's the same thing where the people that love and care about you probably understanding the situation, whatever that is. So I wouldn't worry about it too much.
1: Yep, exactly. What's your next one, Sarah? My next
0: holiday stressor, I don't know why, that's a funny word to me, Um, is doing the things that I want to do during breaks, like getting a chance to do what I want to do. And like, I feel like, I have all of these things and not in the sense of like, I want my routine or like what we kind of, what we talked about in one of the last podcast episodes, but I feel like I have all these things that I always want to do when I get time off from school that maybe I like, just don't have a chance to do while I'm in school or I don't even have a chance to do as much during the summer because I'm like teaching all summer or whatever. And then I'm like, great. I can't wait until winter break to do all these things that I've kind of like like leisurely type things, whatever it is. And then we get to break and like we said, we kinda like over schedule ourselves socially or like work opportunities come up, whatever it is. And I get to the end of break and I'm like, damn, I didn't do those things. I guess I'll get to do them when summer comes or like whatever. And like I'm talking about things like I feel like I always like I'm like, I want to go climbing. Like I Want to bake these carrot apple muffins. Like that's what I'm like. I'm really excited to like bake my carrot apple muffins this break. Um, <laughs> or like there's this, <laughs> there's this book that I want to read that like maybe I don't need to read for school or anything, but like I just want to read, like sit and read this book. Um, like I want to go hiking, like even like watercoloring. Like that's a fun thing that I like to do when I just like to have nothing to do. And I feel like I'm so good at when I actually do have free time just being like, Oh my God, I have free time. I need to schedule something or like things come up. Like I said, like work opportunities come up. And so basically I just end up taking on too much random work, too many random like commitments, whether it's like social commitments or family commitments or whatever. And then I get to the end of the break and I'm kind of sad because I'm like, wow, that went by so fast. And I didn't even get to do what I wanted to do during my break. Um, I don't know if you've ever i mean even if I guess if you're in the working world, it's probably like the few days off you get during Christmas, I don't know,
1: yeah, so it is different, and I'm glad you brought this up because i I feel like we have a different different takes a little bit because you're still in school, so you get this like three or four week break, which a lot yeah. of the listeners probably can resonate with that, but then I'm like just fully working. So I, I did like take some days off around Christmas time and I think it's pretty common. A lot of people do. So it is common to have like, you know, a week or two off. Um, So I think this is relatable really for everyone. Um, But yeah, I mean, I definitely struggled with this when I was in school and I continue to struggle with this one too. So (laughs) I'm curious to hear what, what your tips are and kind of like how you navigate this or how you plan to do it this year. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is honestly, I'm not going to lie. This is mostly how I plan to navigate this because I can't <laughs> say I'm in. This tends to just happen every year. so anyways, wow. this is my plan this year. I'll keep you updated as to if it works or not. But kind of like what you were saying with time management and the other piece, uh, scheduling and prioritizing your fun activities ahead of time. And even like, I didn't include it in these examples, but like scheduling your, you, your free time, like just for you, maybe you like go on a walk, listen to podcasts, whatever it is. Like you don't actually need to have something scheduled except for just your free time. You can decide whatever you want to do when it gets that moment. Um Just free time without like social pressure, tasks, work, something like to do, to get done. Like, Scheduling that time where you don't want anything scheduled, basically, um, and scheduling that ahead of time. So, I think I'm going to try to do this. Like, I'm going to try to schedule like the hikes I want to go on when I want to go on. I'm going to schedule, like, when I want to go climbing, all of these things, just so that, like, when I when someone asks if I can teach a private lesson, or when someone asks, can you run this tournament, or when someone asks, can you get coffee and catch up, I can look at my calendar and see that that space is blocked off for that thing. Um, And so hopefully I get to do those things. And I want to make sure to like, I'll talk about this a little bit more, but like scheduling enough time for those things too.
1: Yeah. I think that's a really, really good idea. Cause I think a lot of us, like we have all these things we want to do in our free time. And then that moment comes and you're just like sitting on the couch, like, Oh, I'm bored. Like, what am I going to (laughs) do? And then you don't do the things you've been wanting to do um no exactly or yeah oh sorry i just wanted to say because earlier you had mentioned watercoloring and that's (laughs) (laughs) that like resonated with me because my grandma just gave me all these watercolors i literally have them right here oh my god do you (laughs) want a watercolor yeah i literally do i love
0: i love watercolor i'm like not artistic whatsoever i love watercolor
1: (laughs) i watched this youtube video on how to watercolor um what's it called like misty forest scenes and like oh my god did you do it it? no I didn't do it yet but she broke it down and she made it look like doable like I think I could do it and I want to do it and I keep telling myself I'm gonna do it and I don't so I think we need to plan (laughs) a moment
0: well, Can a- we do that?
1: <laughs> Let's play,
0: okay, after this podcast, we'll plan a water killer gate and yeah, put okay. it in our calendar. <laughs> Sorry, you got me really okay. passionate
1: about that for a second.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, that's an example of this literally happening in real time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so like, I think my next thing with this, like what I kind of alluded to there at the end was like, schedule enough time for these things. Don't try to, and this goes like, both ways whether it's your things that you get opportunities random opportunities to do or if it's the things that uh you want to do i'll explain my train of thought here i feel like this is jumbled but don't try to fit things in so basically what i'm saying with this is like let's say lexi and i want to have a color watercolor date and i like have other commitments that are kind of like maybe like one in the morning one in the like evening or so don't try to fit your watercolor day in between like the hours of 11 30 to two 30 or 11 30 to like one thirty whatever, because when your day gets so packed like that, it's just going to stress you out more than it's actually going to be like a fun leisurely time. And I've, I think when I was thinking about this originally, I was thinking about it more in the sense of like when people ask you to catch up and get coffee or like, Um, when you do have these things that you want to do and then someone asks you to like come into work or whatever, like it's, even though you have the time in your schedule to do it, it's honestly so much more stressful when you have like things back to back to back than just saying no. If you don't have the time to do it, don't do it. And if you want to do something over schedule, like add that like buffer time so that if it goes long, if you get there late, like whatever it is, Add some buffer time so that you're not stressed about either getting to the next place or getting to that place on time. Um, and that will make any of your events that you schedule so much less stressful and actually enjoyable.
1: Yes, I completely agree. I'm so notorious for doing this. Like, Me I too. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about this before because you and I are both people who are habitually like five minutes late. And it's because. Mm-hmm. I always think that I can fit in one more thing and then that sends me over the edge and then I'm like stressed out trying to drive to the next place so (laughs) I agree yeah
0: you're in the car and you're not thinking about oh that was such a fun like watercolor experience I had with Lexi you're thinking about oh my god I'm gonna be late to my dinner I wish I like had scheduled this later I shouldn't have even done this I don't want to go I actually just want to go sit on the couch and yeah, I feel like you have less time to even, like, kind of, like, reflect and think about the thing that you just did, but that was actually fun. mm mm-hmm. um, And a lot, kind of along with, like, going along with this watercolor analogy, honestly, this is a great example. <laughs> um, so, where when I said earlier, I was, like, telling you, or I was saying, I was not telling you, but I was saying that, like, you should schedule... These things ahead of time, like the things that you want to do, if you want to go rock climbing, you want to go if you want to watercolor, if you want to go on a hike, schedule it in your calendar, don't wait for somebody else to like, want to go with you. And then if people want to like, hang out with you during that time that you scheduled to like, go do these things or whatever. It's such a like a easy thing to be like, Oh, I'm sorry, like, I have this schedule, like I was gonna go on a hike at this time if you want to come, you're welcome to join because then what that does is you have the opportunity to maybe hang out with your friend. If I mean, Obviously don't invite someone to join if you actually don't want them to join. Um, but you have an opportunity to hang out with your friend and be social. They don't feel like you're completely saying no because they got an invite to hang out with you. But you're also making it clear that this is something that you are going to do whether they come or not. And, I don't know, I love, no matter what situation it is in, I love just being like, if I like, instead of being like, hey, do you guys all want to go hiking at this time? I like being like, I'm going hiking at this time. Anyone that wants to come is welcome to come. Because then no matter what, you get to do what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And maybe your friends are involved, maybe they're not. <laughs>
1: hmm. I Yeah, I could not agree more. I think this is great advice. And I'm also going to try to start doing this. Because it also... This can help you, like, and I think we talked about this in a previous episode, but it can help you just maintain, like, the lifestyle that you want to have. Like, if you don't want to be going out for drinks every night or going out for dinner, eating greasy food, spending tons of money, like, this is just a way for you to stay aligned to the things that you want in your life, but also include your family and friends in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree. Um, and then the last thing, my last point on this subject is remember that whether it's a couple days off near Christmas, if you're working or three weeks off, if you're going to school, whatever it is around this time, like this is your break and kind of what Lexi talked about when she was talking about, you don't have to go visit family. Like this is your time to like do what's going to fill your cup, what's going to bring you light, what's going to bring you energy and you really want to like make sure you continue to ask yourself, like, is this going to drain me more than it's actually going to like fulfill me? Um, and obviously there's just situations around the holidays where it, you kind of like you're doing small talk in the living room when you'd rather be like hanging out with friends or like whatever it is. There's going to be like, it's not all going to be funny games. Like that's part of like being part of a family and being part of a group of people, but, um, just remembering that. If this is your, like, you have control over this. Like, if you don't want to do something, don't do it. There might be consequences associated with that. People might think that you're not being part of the group. So then, then it's, like, kind of a balance between, like, okay, how much, like, how much should I want to be part of this group versus have I made enough of an effort to kind of go do my own thing at this point? Um, and that's a hard balance, for sure. Like, I mean, we can get to all of that. But just remembering that this is your break and – you don't want to come back from your break or your time off or whatever, feeling more drained than when you started. You want to kind of come back feeling like excited, fulfilled. Your cup is filled, ready to take on next few months. Mm-hmm.
1: Totally. And I think maybe to put this like in lay terms, like just ask yourself, is this an energy giver or an energy taker? And if it's something that's going to take your energy and drain you, like, That might be something that you just say no to. But yeah, Yeah. I love that one. Yeah, for sure.
0: And I mean, like, I think in the past I've gotten too intense with this where it's like, I started to be like, well, I shouldn't do anything I don't want to do, which is (laughs) true. And I do think I I tend to lean that way. Um, But there is something to be said about, like, I'm part of this family. I'm part of this, like, group of friends whatever it is Mm -hmm. and there's a cost associated with that and maybe that means you sit there in the living room at 9 p.m on a wednesday night talking about the weather with your grandma and that's just how it is but it's a give and take like there should be a give and take to this situation and you i think you can kind of get a feel for like okay like I I can go to bed at this point, or like, okay, I maybe I haven't spent enough time. Like I should spend a little bit of time with my grandma and then go to bed. I don't know.
1: hmm Yep. I I totally agree. It's it's a balance and everyone kind of has to find it for themselves. Yeah, for sure. Lexi, what's
0: your stress or pressure situation?
1: So my last one, I think this is a a stressor for a lot of people around the holidays, myself included, is money. So, um, you know, Christmas presents are expensive. And when you have, depending how big your family is or if you've got in-laws or, you know, a boyfriend, husband, wife, whatever it is, nieces, nephews, like, it adds up really quick. And before you know it, like, you could be spending a lot of money on Christmas presents. So, um This And this tends to be, I think, more stressful for me because I am a little bit of a procrastinator. So I'm not super good at planning ahead and, like, either buying presents in advance. Like, I know my mom, she usually has most of her Christmas shopping done by, like, September. But I'm just (laughs) not (laughs) – that's just not me. I'm not that person. And then if I'm not going to be that way, then – I need to be better about, um, you know, like, planning in advance, saving up, figuring out what I'm going to get so that when it comes down to the wire, I'm not so stressed out about it. So, I don't know, have you, have? do you feel this one, or what's your take?
0: Yeah, I feel this. I It's <laughs> interesting because I do, I feel this one, but I also feel it from a different perspective, I feel like. Um, I feel like my, like, love language is, like, giving like i love to i love to shop for other people Mm -hmm. um i also love to shop for myself but uh, (laughs) i have no problem dropping like more money than i honestly should and i know it's like more money more money than i honestly need to on gifts for other people like i feel like when, when it's for someone else i'm just like oh it doesn't count um but it does. And then I like end up seeing like my bank statement and next month. I'm like, oh, that's like, that was a lot of money. And so I think I have this problem of like, I don't even procrastinate as much. Like I do feel like I like get my shopping done in a timely manner. But I'm just really quick to be like, oh, that's perfect. or Like, I need this and this and this and this. And it's like, I I think I need to remember that the people in my life know I care about them, and, and it's not, like, I know this is probably what you might get into, but it's just not about the gift as much. I just have the problem of, like, I don't think money is real when it's for other people, so, <laughs> and then I realize <laughs> yeah, okay. it's real next month. <laughs> that,
1: that is a different perspective, but I I like what you said, too, um, like, about your your love language is, like, giving, because... I feel that way, too, and, like, I love something about, like, putting together a gift and, like, wrapping it and making it all pretty, like, and giving it to them. Like, I love that, and I'm way more likely to spend money doing that than I would to spend that on myself. Um But, yeah, it's, it adds up. So, um, yeah, so you have this already, but my first tip is just to remember that Christmas, if you celebrate or whatever holidays you celebrate, it's not really, it's not actually about the gifts. It's more about just spending time with people that you love and just enjoying the holidays together. So I think this is especially true when I think about my parents. And I think that this is true for a, a lot of parents. Like, it tends to be that parents have more money than their kids <laughs> because... you know <laughs> what? You accumulate wealth over time. So is this true in every situation? No, but in most situations, I think this is true. And like most of the time your parents know, you know, you're still like, you're still accumulating wealth. Like you're still, you're still building up to a certain point. You might be a student or you might've just started out your career. If you're listening to this podcast, that's where I'm guessing you're at. Um, So they understand that and they probably already have a lot of things that they want. And what they really want is just to spend quality time with you. So like last year in my family, we, we talked about it ahead of time and we were like, let's just not, let's just do a very minimal Christmas this year. Like let's not really get gifts for each other and let's just focus on spending time together. And I was in Hawaii at the time. And so you know, I bought a plane ticket back home and to travel around the holidays. It was like, it was like $1,200 for the plane ticket. So like that, like the gift was kind of just that we could all be together. And like, you know, we got like small things for each other, but it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't just like a crazy, outrageous Christmas. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I especially love that because I feel like it actually, it really takes the focus and not only are you saving money, but it takes the focus of the holidays, like off of the gifts. Cause I think it is really easy to get so consumed in not only the gifts that you're getting, but like the gifts you're getting for other people. And then, like, do they like them? And what are they going to think? And do they have this already? And all of that, like, it's so removed from like what the point of this part of the year is supposed to be about. And so I do, that's really cute. It makes me. It makes my heart happy. <laughs> oh,
1: that's cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, yeah, that just made me think of something else too. Like all of this stuff is just Christmas. It's just a big like capitalism ploy. Oh, literally. You to buy stuff. <laughs> like it's yeah. not, it's not really real. Like someone just made it up like Santa and everything. You know? <laughs> it, it's
0: when you really think about it. It's so bizarre, like, yeah, you could get someone a gift at any point in the year, like, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, like, I guess I struggle with the concept of getting someone a gift just because it's Christmas, like, I love to get people gifts, but, like, sometimes you might just want to get them something in, like, August, and, you know, like, it doesn't or, help. like,
0: when the opportunity presents itself. Like, my favorite gifts have been from my friends when I was, like, not expecting it at all. And they're like, hey, I saw this and I thought of you, so I got it for you. And, that, like, that, like, is, like, the best gift I feel like you could ever get. Because it's just like, oh, like, you thought about me. And it's not even, like, there's no reason at all. Like, I don't know. That's the cutest. cutest yeah.
1: No, I I totally agree. And it's also tough when you're, like, thinking of your grandma or whoever it is, and you're like, it's Christmas, I got to get them a gift, and I don't know what to get. And it's just, like, you feel, like, this obligation to go buy something because it's Christmas, when, like, in reality, they they probably just want to hang out with you. Yeah, and, like, talking about
0: stressors, like, I think that's a big one, is, like, just not knowing what to get for someone, putting so much, like, mental energy Like trying so hard to think of something when, like, maybe it's just not like maybe like two days after Christmas, you might think of the perfect thing. It's not about that. Um, So just realizing that it's not about that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then going off of that, like, let's say you can't think of something to get someone. Um, My advice is make something, like, create something. So, like, it could be like artwork. Like, for example, I know my grandma would probably so much prefer me to like paint her a cute little picture. Like, Sarah and I, we could have our watercolor date and we could, yeah, and we could paint gifts for like five people and it would cost hardly any money. And they'll probably appreciate it so much more than if you just get them like a gift card or something because it's something that you actually made and it like came from your heart. I don't know. No, one. that's
0: so true. Like, one thing I always think about, and I have no idea where I heard this, but it's, like, time is your most valuable gift you can give someone. So it's, like, if someone, like, let's say they just had surgery, or, like, let's say, like, again, it's, like, your grandma for Christmas. If you spend the time to, like, even, like like, bake them bread, or if you spend the time to, like, put this vision board together or, like, put this artwork together, whatever it is, if they can tell that you spent time on it, that means more... Than to anyone than anything or even it's like you spend time with them like to like go get coffee with them or whatever like that's what means the most to people honestly
1: yeah or like you make something together like one year yeah i went over to my grandma's for christmas eve and we just baked cookies together and it was just like a fun time oh so um that kind of leads me to my next thing which was experience gifts sometimes are, are can be some of the best gifts because like you actually can just go do something with that person.
0: That sounds like fun. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So like, (laughs) I guess examples of these are like, um, you know, like you could give someone a little coupon, like I'll take you out to dinner or well, we can go like skydiving or whatever it is. And when you do something like that, (laughs) <laughs> this is actually a little hack too because we are talking about money like if you give someone a coupon and you say like redeem this later then chances are they won't want to like actually book that experience until a few months out and then you can spend the money at that time so that's just a way for you to kind of spread spread the wealth a little bit that's such a hack i
0: might need to... I... See, I bought all my gifts already because I did too much Black Friday shopping, but next oh, well,
1: year. If you bought your gifts me, then you're good. Like, next year, I'll do that. Yeah, like, I'm I'm sitting here, like, it's the end of Cyber Monday week, and I still, like, don't have a lot of gifts. I'm like, oh, God. I'm sitting here, like, I
0: bought, I spent so much money. Oh, my God. But, yeah, but that's the good, I like that idea a lot. And also, then, I feel like when you have those experiences together, it, bonds you even more and like that can improve your relationship with that person so that's a all-around win i in my opinion
1: yeah also like people are are going to remember an experience so much better than if you got them a starbucks gift card and like a mug you know yeah no mm-hmm. literally 100 percent. yeah um so my next point on this is let's say there is something you really want to buy someone and it's kind of expensive, but you're tight on money at the moment is look for the discounts. So obviously black Friday, cyber Monday, those are kind of over now. Um, but you can often like Google a discount code. So I did this yesterday because I wanted to get someone, something that was a little expensive. Um, And I found a 20% off code, and I got 80 bucks off. So I was like, hey, like, (laughs) that that was a good This person's got a good gift. (laughs) I know. Yeah, I'm going to say what it was in case. Yeah, that's okay. I'm guessing they won't, but (laughs) that was definitely the most expensive gift I'll buy, but. It was like, oh, that kind of hurts. So I was like, I need a discount code for this. (laughs) And now you can buy something that
0: costs $80 for yourself
1: and get it for free. Oh, yeah. Girl math. Girl math. Yeah, but I was going to say, you know how all these stores now they have this like shop pay or whatever? Or like, so you can pay later for stuff.
0: Did this just, like, happen this year? Because I swear, like, there's, like, two stores that use this. And then all of a sudden I did my Black Friday shopping, and it was all, like, shop pay. And I was, like, trying to figure out, like, which card on here is mine, which one's my mom's. I don't know.
1: (gasps) I, you know, I feel like I started seeing it maybe two years ago. But it's, like, so say you want to buy an item that's $60. It'll, like, break it down so you can pay $15 a month for four months. Um, my advice, do not do that. (laughs) Do not go into debt just for the sake of buying someone a gift. Like you don't want to be making payments on these gifts later on. Like at the end of the day, like, like we said before, it's not really about the gifts. It's just the thought that counts. So don't put yourself into a bad financial situation just for the sake of buying a gift. That's my tip.
0: Yeah, I agree. honestly, I didn't even realize you could do that. But at the end of the day, it's just like, again, it's the same on money, whether it's now or later. And you definitely shouldn't be going into debt to buy someone a gift.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can't I mean, you know, to I don't know everyone's situation. So I mean, you can't <laughs> so it's an option. I just would say like, it's a slippery slope, because that's how you get into like credit debt and all that stuff. So just Be mindful if you're going to use something like that. Um, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then my last tip with this is next year, and I'm probably going to try to do do this, is try to set aside a little bit of money each month. So that way when Christmas time does come around, it's like you have this little savings that you set aside for it and then you just go spend it and then you don't have this issue anymore.
0: Yeah, if I were a mature girl, which maybe I will be next year, (laughs) I would do this. That seems like so much of a less stressful way because then you can really be excited to get gifts for other people because you have worked to, like, save this money up over time slowly. And really, it's like, thinking about it how much money you probably spend during Christmas, you could do this by just really putting away, like, I don't know, like $10 a month. I maybe like 20 dollars a month. I don't really know. But not in anything crazy, but that way you just kind of like do it slowly and you that way you don't have this big
1: like hole in your bank account when Christmas is over. Exactly. And you're not and you're just not stressing about it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a great tip. That's my tip. That's my tip to myself (laughs) because yeah, I'm like, (laughs) shoot, I need to do that.
0: (laughs) No, and even if it's like, even if it's like, you save up half the money that you're gonna spend on Christmas gifts, that's still so much better than nothing. So, Mm
1: -hmm. exactly, it's at least like a little, a little boost for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, I, I hopefully after listening to this episode you will have a less stressful holiday season than maybe you would have had otherwise. Um, But anyway, yeah, that wraps up our episode for today. This is actually the last episode of 2023. So we just wanted to say thank you to everyone that's listened to the pod this year. Um, obviously it's gone through some changes, but we really appreciate everyone that stuck around and supported.
1: Yes. Um to all the listeners. <laughs> Thank you for listening to me for the past like three months on the pod. Thank you, Sarah, for inviting me to join you on so many episodes. Um, I've had a lot of fun doing this. I hope that you guys have enjoyed listening. Um, we do have some we have some exciting things in store for next year. So Yeah, uh
0: for sure. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Like, follow us on the gram, follow us. Um, on our personals as well, but the, there might be some things might look a little different starting in January. So we have <laughs> it is really exciting. We've kind of been working on some stuff behind the scenes, um, that we are very, very excited about. So stay tuned. We'll be back at it very shortly. Um, yeah, yeah. We're, we're excited.
1: <laughs> yes, we're excited. Um, hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas if you celebrate or whatever holidays you celebrate. Happy holidays, um, and happy new year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>